Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue Two Movies. It is currently June fifth, twenty twenty one, one forty six a.m. in the morning. It's a Saturday, by the way. Just in case for all you guys who think it's a Wednesday, I'm talking to you, Joe Biden. All right, I got a show for you today. I'm going to be talking about slouchy fauchy. Yep, slouchy fauchy. But before I get into that, oh man, I got some things I got to get off my mind. So I'm going to turn this music down here. I'm going to turn it down. Turning it down right now. All right, here we go. Nice, slow, easy fade out there. Okay, so what's on my mind? Well, Business is doing pretty good. It's been picking up. May was a little bit slow. I noticed a lot of wedding couples were booking for Maui. I wanted to do weddings in Maui. That's one of the main reasons why I got vaccinated. And guess what? I had to turn them all down because I can't get a rental car there. And if I do get a rental car, it'll cost anywhere anywhere between $500 to $1,000 a day. $500 to $1,000 a day. I tell you what, I am in the wrong business. I should buy rental cars out there and then just, you know, rent them out on Turo. I really feel, I am so tempted to do that. Why don't I just buy out a lot of used cars? Man, when Hertz was, they were selling their cars at one time because they were like, I think there were plans for them to go bankrupt during the pandemic. I should have bought at least maybe five, you know, thought ahead here, bought them for pennies on the dollar. And then when the pandemic slowly eased up and restrictions slowly eased up and, you know, I should have been renting these cars out to tour on Turo for like maybe $999 per day, right? Have all the couples will be saving a dollar a day. You know what? Even at a thousand dollars a day, people are renting these cars. Can you, can you believe that? It, it is just nuts. And by the way, hyperinflation. Whoa. It is here, people. It is here. It is not a fictional, it is not a fictional tale. I wish it were a fairy tale. I wish it were all fake, but it is here. Joe Biden and his cohorts, his little minions everywhere. Well, maybe Joe Biden is the minion, but anyway, you know, all of his, <laughs> don't believe any single word that's coming out of the White House saying that inflation is not happening. The price of houses is through the roof. The price of gas is through the roof. The price of electricity is going through the roof. Even the price of milk. Here in Hawaii, it's $6 to $7 a gallon. I think in Costco, it's maybe $5 a gallon. That's nuts. A brisket used to be $2.49 a pound here in Hawaii during Trump's reign in office. It was $2.49. It got to a high of $3.14. Now it's 425. That is just crazy. Chicken is going through the roof. Pork is going through the roof. I can't imagine this. Like the prices. And then today, when I go down to uh, my flower shop to pick up lace for my wedding today, or my vow renewal today, <laughs> the prices were so high, it wiped out my profit margin, my, my markup that I had in- installed into my prices. It wiped it all out. So wait, for the most part, I wiped it out. I think I maybe made one or two dollars on the entire lay order. Isn't that stupid? I mean, that is just crazy. Usually I make at least about a, a hundred and fifty dot, well, I think one fifty, one twenty-five, maybe sometimes two hundred dollars on the markup right there, because it's a pretty big flower order, right? But I made about two bucks. Could you imagine that? I can't even oh I, I can't there's no words. 
that can explain what I'm feeling right now. It's just, I, I can't believe the prices that I saw there, that these delays that usually cost, um, you know, they're still high, but they're still affordable. So, for example, a $35 lay is like $60 now. So I lost money on some lays. It, it's just crazy. So I asked the owner, you know, what are these prices coming down? And she told me she doesn't know. She really, really doesn't know. But there's a lay shortage right now. There's a flower shortage. And she doesn't understand why. Because, you know, there should be more inventory. But apparently, prices of everything is just going up. The price of lumber. Everything's going up around you. And Joe Biden and his minions or, you know, the minion called Joe Biden comes out and says, there's no inflation. No, nothing. No, nothing. Nowhere. It's like, are, are you blind? I mean, his... Are, are his supporters, they're, they're out there saying there's no inflation. You have Saki out there at the press conference saying, I don't see any inflation. These Democrats are living in a bubble. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing on my, on my own water here. Um, I am just so frustrated. People, we can't live like this. I mean, you know, we're just coming out of this pandemic, and this is like another tax. Um, it, it is just nuts. It's really, really tough. And I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say here. I don't know where there's a solution. Can we handle, you know, three and a half more years of this idiocracy? Because that's what they are. They, it's an idiocracy. They're, it's an idiot government. I mean... What else can you say? Joe Biden and all of his, like, his whole administration, they have no idea what they're doing. Absolutely no idea. They're more worried about climate change and systemic racism than the price of everything else going up. They're, they're more worried about things, I guess, that are in their mind, that are completely, I guess, buried in the future than what's happening in the present. They don't care about the border. They don't care about the opioids um, epidemic. They don't even care about that, you know, that governments have to open right now, have to open up the economy completely because how are we going to pay for all of this stuff? They don't care about printing money for this or, or giving money or giving contracts to this and either that or, or even the fact that the, the, the vaccines are actually hurting some people. They don't even care about doing the research to figure out if these vaccines are harmful to a select group of people, because apparently they are, all right? I took the vaccine. I'm not anti-vax, but I know for a fact that this vaccine is harmful to a section of people. You know, luckily, I beat those odds, right? But you don't know, because the government, they're not releasing the data. They're saying everyone should get vaccinated, including the kids who have a 100% um, I guess recovery rate, unless there's something majorly wrong with them. This government of Joe Biden, they really don't know what they're doing. The Democrats don't know what they're doing. Abs they absolutely don't know what they're doing. Now, I got something else to get off my chest. So this week, I was told through a lot of insiders, I have a lot of insiders, um, not because who I am or, or I just... I'm friendly, so I know a lot of people, right? So I was told that this week, or earlier this week, that the restrictions for inter-island travel would be dropped completely. A lot of people thought this would be happening. But what is dropped? 
the secondary, only the secondary tests were dropped. Everyone else thought, hey, the whole inner island travel stuff is going to be completely open. So if I wanted to travel from Honolulu to Maui, I didn't have to get tested. Well, apparently, I still do if you're not vaccinated. If I am vaccinated and you're a local, you can just go straight to Maui. I, no problem, right? But if you're from the mainland and you got the same damn Pfizer vaccine that, that I did, you still have to take a PCR test in Honolulu before you land in Maui. What did they get rid of? The secondary test over in Maui. Yeah, Maui and the Big Island, they had a, both a stupid secondary test. Right, so when you took it, so you, when you took a PCR test here in Oahu, hopped on a plane that was only maybe a 30 minute flight there to Maui, you'd have to take another PCR test right there when you landed. You're going to catch COVID in 30 minutes? Really? Are you that stupid? So Maui, they went basically bankrupt, you know, having the second test, you know, take place there. And uh, it ruined their economy. It really ruined their economy, and now they're going broke, so they got rid of the test because Maui is going broke, and they need the tourist tax revenue. So we were told that, hey, you know, the whole, the whole you know, inner island uh, quarantine crap and the whole, you know, inner island travel testing crap is going to be completely done with, and lo and behold, they only get rid of the secondary tests. And then I get news today by some people who I know they say that the governor is going to make an announcement today and more than likely he's going to announce when that test is going to be, you know, history. And again, he makes an announcement today that on June 15th, the inner island test will become a thing of the past. And on top of that, if you're vaccinated and have only one dose of a, va of a vaccine, not two, just one dose of any vaccine, you can hop on a plane from America or United States, mainland United States, come to Hawaii, and you won't have to take any PCR tests or no nothing like that, right? You're good to go. So in a way, there's some type of vaccine passport. But that's kind of good news because, you know, for the most part, everyone is already inoculated, all right? But why do we have to wait till June 15th? Why can't we do it now? Why do we have to wait two weeks? It doesn't make any sense, right? None at all. What is he doing? He's just following California's lead. And he even had the stupidity to admit it today, that he's just following California. I told all of you people out there, this guy just follows California. He's so predictable. He did this when California decided to lock down, he did it right after. When California put the mask mandate, he did it right after. When California moves... Ige moves because that's all the, the people there in California in, in um in uh, Ige's office. All they do is follow. Not one person in there can think. Not one person in there. And <laughs> I have insider uh, knowledge about that because I know a lot of people there. Not a lot. I'll say maybe two or three people who are very high up who advise Ige. And by the way, they're Trump supporters. Just to let you know, and that's where I met them. They're actually Trump supporters. And they work very closely with the governor. Very, very closely. I can't disclose who they are, but he thinks they're Democrats. And that's how stupid he is. So anyway, yeah. Oh, by the way, they do advise him to open up. They do advise him about the mask and everything, but he won't listen. Not at all. He listens to California. We might as well become part of California with, with, Ige, with Governor Ige at, at the helm. I mean, it's really stupid. So, huh. God, I got all of that off my chest.
I got all that off my chest. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with all my pricing for the flowers and the lays out there because, man, these price swings, they must be, they must be driving the florists crazy. And I think these price swings are driving restaurants crazy. Could you imagine you make a nice, you know, you, you make a nice menu, you laminate a menu for, for a, a, a restaurant, and all of a sudden the price of meat just jumps up astronomically? It's just, just crazy. You know, um, Pitmaster Keith and I were planning to open up a restaurant later on in the future, and thank God we didn't open it, it up now. I mean, we're, it's going to be in the future. We got a good name for it. It's a really good name. I've, I, I've tested this name with a lot of other conservatives, and man, <laughs> when I tell you the name, when we open this company, you people are going to freak because it will trigger liberals. And it is the best barbecue company out there. And when you hear the name of this barbecue company, you'll know that it's run by conservatives. All right? And you know for a fact, if you're a conservative, you want to be there. If you're a Trump supporter, you want to be there to have barbecue. All right? And <laughs> we're, we're going to get a lot of negative press about our name. But you know what? <laughs> negative press, good press, it's all the same. It's all the same. All right, people, so what I'm going to do is that I want to get into this Fauci slouchy thing. You know for a fact that all of his emails, well, not all of it, I think 3,200 of them got released. I want to talk about them. Um, I'm really upset with Fauci, uh, and it's kind of depressing. It's depressing to know that I was right about him all this time. And uh, by the way, I did do a, a podcast about the personality type of Dr. Slouchy. I mean, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, I keep calling him slouchy, but, uh, you know, maybe that name should just stick. But uh, I was right. I was one million percent right. And that's sad. That's really, really sad. I should have not been right. And in fact, if I were wrong, that I think would be a lot happier. Why don't we just say that? So I'm going to cut to commercial Plug Anchor, plug my wedding company, and then I'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com so that's dream weddings with a s hawaii spelled out dot com okay it's story time people i got a fable to tell you unfortunately it's all real and this story has a villain a villain by the name of Slouchy. Oh, I mean Fauci, who claims to be a doctor, but he doesn't really treat people. He's a doctor who's also a scientist, but he's not even a scientist because he doesn't like to follow the scientists. He likes to make up his own science and pass it off to you as knowledge. So what does he do? Why is he such a villain? Well, he ruined America. He ruined the world. He made us lock down when we didn't need to. He made, he made us wear masks when we didn't need to. He made us lose our businesses. 
He made us distance ourselves from religion, loved ones, when we didn't need to. He made a virus that is very treatable, untreatable. He made doctors who treated this virus laughable. He made you laugh at doctors who were on the front line treating their patients. <laughs> this man, if you think he's a good man, you better check your ego at the door because I'm, I'm about to get real with you here. All right, I'm gonna turn this down. I'm done. I am done with this guy. Jeez. You know, should I consider Dr. Anthony Fauci a serial killer? I mean, it's a serious question because how many deaths did Anthony Fauci actually cause here? You know, there were doctors out there who were on the front line treating COVID patients. Until this day, they are still considered quack doctors because Anthony Fauci said so. He said there are, there are no studies or no true scientific evidence that any of the treatments out there work. None. Hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin with zinc, ivermectin, remdesivir, those synthetic antibodies, blood thinners like aspirin, they don't help. I tell you what, I belong to a Facebook group and I got you know, medical advice from these frontline doctors on how to treat COVID. And how many patients have I treated? I've treated three patients with COVID. How do you like that? How many patients have been treated by the doctors who I know? I'm not going to tell them by their names. My doctors who are former friends of mine because they can't stand me. They've treated zero. What is the current treatment regimen right out right now put up by the CDC? Recommended. When you get in, when you get infected, um, send them home. And if anything gets worse, they'll intubate you. Well, by that time, it's too late. And wh why do they say that? I have no idea. It's because Anthony Fauci is a vaccine guy. He's all about the vaccines. He didn't want to treat AIDS patients with all of the viable treatments out there. And he wanted to treat them with the vaccine. And when this came along, he did the same thing. There are viable treatments out there. Donald Trump, who is in that bracket of, of vulnerable people with comorbidities, he's overweight, he has high blood pressure and all these other types of things, right? He, he should have got hit with COVID really quick. In fact, he said when he got infected, he wasn't feeling too hot. He wasn't feeling hot at all. But then he got treated immediately. They took him to the doctors and they treated him with all of these things. Remdesivir. They treated him with another, I think another steroid. And they treated him with synthetic antibodies. And guess what? Your doctor doesn't have access to it. He will not give you what Donald Trump had. Why? Because Anthony Fauci and the CDC, the NIH, don't recommend it. But it worked for Donald Trump. It worked for other celebrities. You saw celebrities out there who got COVID and then they were treated with hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin. And it only took them three days to a week to get over COVID. <laughs> but they won't treat you.
They won't treat you. All because of Anthony Fauci. How many deaths are on Anthony Fauci's hands? How much blood is on his hands? And we find out that he, he just doesn't want to listen. He is just stubborn because he is completely pro-vaccine. Because guess what? Bill Gates is pushing the vaccine. He talks to Bill Gates more than he does with other experts or their doctors. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And here's what we find out. That in the beginning of the pandemic, we find out that his main concern is about getting caught, getting the NIH's hands, his hands, dirty. That his fingerprints may have been, and they are actually on this virus. Because more than likely, this virus came from a lab in Wuhan, not from a wet market, not from a bat or that pangolin animal that they kept saying that the Chinese had actually ate, and, and they're blaming it on Chinese eating a bat or a pangolin at this wet market, not the Wuhan Chinese lab there. Anthony Fauci was blaming it on that because he didn't want to get caught. He changed the narrative. He changed the narrative. And same thing with the WHO. They changed the narrative. Why did they do that? Because the NIH supplied millions of dollars to this Wuhan lab to study the bat coronavirus and not only to study it, to mutate it, to have that bat virus gain functionality to infect the human respiratory system more easily and then to have it spread. And that virus got out of that lab. In fact, the, the scientist right there, who is known as the bat lady, bat coronavirus lady over in that Wuhan lab, who communicated with another one of Anthony Fauci's friends, cited Anthony Fauci in her study of the, corona, the bat coronavirus and also the grant to EcoHealth with the serial number on there of the grant to EcoHealth. His fingerprints are all over this. He lied under oath to protect his own ass. Anthony Fauci, he's not about doing the right thing. He is, when I made a podcast early, earlier this year, maybe it wasn't that earlier, it was maybe a, maybe a month ago, I said that Anthony Fauci, it didn't look as though he was a moralist. It didn't look as though doing the right thing was what, was what powered him. That was a story he sold you. He was, what he wanted more was to be the center of attention, to be the hero. He wanted you to think that. And he sold you on a bill of goods. He sold you on it. He did a Bernie Madoff on our health. And he ran basically a scam on America. He ran a scam on us. You know, and his scam, it resulted in doctors who treat COVID. Do you remember those frontline doctors who were on YouTube who gave a press conference saying that there's nothing to fear out there because COVID is not as bad as it actually is? And if you get COVID, come in and we'll treat you. Those doctors were seen as kooks. They were seen as idiots, you know, conspiracy theorists. They were you know, seen as nuts. And that's why YouTube censored it. Facebook censored it. 
You know, the media, you know, dug into their past and said, hey, this woman is a, is a witch doctor and all these different types of things. You know, they dragged those doctors, their, their reputation through the mud. Some of those doctors even lost their medical licenses because Anthony Fauci said that these doctors were, were basically preaching crap. When the truth is, <laughs> they should be vindicated because they're preaching the truth. And by the way, there are studies out there that have proven that hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc does help cure COVID. But it has to be administered early because you don't want this virus to get into your body and to start affecting other organs. The whole the whole regimen of taking hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin is to make sure COVID-19 doesn't infect your other organs. And what's happening is that this treatment was being given by doctors, you know, post, you know, I guess, um, not post, but then after COVID had spread throughout your entire body. It's stupid. You know what? Here's what I, here, here's, here's this thing that drives me nuts, all right? There's a, there's a banner in front of, a, a, I think, Kaiser Hospital here in Hawaii. And it says right across there, heroes work here. Okay, so my parents and I, we actually belong to Kaiser. And I think they're okay, all right? But we, when this COVID thing happened, we asked them flat out, if we get infected with COVID, um, will you prescribe us hydroxychloroquine? And they said, absolutely not. Absolutely not, right? And I said, when will you um, actually prescribe us hydroxychloroquine? When will you treat us like a patient? And they said, well, the first step is that when you get diagnosed with um, COVID-19, the first thing we'll do is tell you to go home and stay home, maybe for about two weeks. And if you can't breathe, then we'll put put you on a ventilator and then we'll maybe will give you hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc. By that time, it's too late. And, you know, doctors are not doing their job. They're not treating their patients. So what happens is that the doctors don't treat their patients. And with some people, the COVID infects their lungs, infects their kidneys, infects, you know, their brain and everything, and their organs start shutting down. And now the doctor has to play catch-up. And if they save that person from... You know, you know, um, you know, from dying, they consider themselves a hero when they could have stopped this entire fiasco if they just would have given them the hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin to begin with. And they call themselves a hero when you're just trying to fix a problem, <laughs> you know, that you could have fixed in the beginning. That's called being heroic. No, you're trying to fix a problem th- that was basically treatable. How dare you call yourself a hero? And how dare Anthony Fauci write a book calling himself a hero? He took a page right out of Kumo. You know, Kumo wrote a book about how great his response was over there in New York, about how great it was to be a hero, right? Kumo was supposed to be the vice president of Joe Biden because he was that good. He was was the darling of the left. He was out there on CNN all the time with his brother, you know, saying how great he was, how great, you know, him and, and Fauci was praising Kumo. And now we know that Kumo, you know, um, he, he put all of these COVID patients into the nursing homes. 
And Fauci praised that? How much blood, again, is on Fauci's hands? We can tally it. We do have the evidence, and it's not anecdotal. Right? You know, I'll tell you another thing. Fauci said that the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine was basically anecdotal. Anecdotal. So we, we can't use it. There was no double-blinded placebo test. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Why can't you give um, hi, uh, you know, this uh, drug cocktail to them to see if it works or not, right? Why can't you do it? Do you know that a, uh, that a double-blinded placebo test means that people are going to die? It means that people out there are going to get a sugar pill instead of the actual thing. How ethical is that? Dr. Fauci wanted a double-blinded placebo test out there. He, that's what he actually wanted, all right? And that's what he also did for these vaccines. Now, the, the, these vaccines that, that we went through, by the way, they were tested with double-blinded placebos. So there's people out there who thought they got the vaccine when they got nothing. And they may have died from COVID. And their death, they're basically pawns. It's like, thank you for your sacrifice, right? Anthony Fauci sacrificed people for the vaccine. Now, again, we can tally up how many people have died because of Anthony Fauci, right? There's people he sacrificed for the vaccine. There's people who he denied, he, he advised denying treatment of hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc. And why did he actually um, uh, deny it? It's because, again, tr- number one, I think it's because Trump said it. And number two, it's because this guy's all for the vaccines. And how wrong has this guy been over and over and over again, right? Now, again, flashing back in January, he knew for a fact that this vaccine, or not this vaccine, that this, that this virus was very serious. He knew that it was very, very serious. But what did he say in January? That it wasn't serious. He lied again, and he was wrong. In fact, there's emails in here say that, say that he says that masks don't work, especially the mask you know, that you buy from the store. And we've been saying that all this time, and there are study after study after study that show, that show more than likely masks don't work and that they are more likely harmful. And we can actually explain why they may not work and why they may be more harmful. Yet he still tells you to double, triple, quadruple mask it out there. And then finally, when the CDC makes the ruling saying, well, if you're inoculated, you don't need to wear a mask. And then he admits it's basically for theater when he said under oath to Rand Paul, that it still works and people who are vaccinated should still wear their mask. (laughs) Can you imagine that? And he doesn't even know how a vaccine works. Never, ever, in the whole lifetime, the world of vaccines, have you ever got vaccinated to help others? Never. I don't get the vaccine to help someone who is not vaccinated. None whatsoever. All right, you get vaccinated to help yourself. You get the tetanus shot, the flu shot, the measles shot to help yourself. It doesn't help the person who doesn't have the vaccine. And do I believe these vaccines work? Yes, I do. But do I believe everyone needs it? No, I don't. And do I believe it's safe? I'm hoping it's safe. And like I said before, 
I'm willing to take that chance. And I looked at the studies and it does look safe, but there are people out there who it's not safe for. And we have to identify that people. But Fauci won't identify that people, even though he has the information on that. You know what other information he, he has? How many of those people who are infected were wearing a mask? We have that. We contact trace that. In fact, they ask people that. But they won't release that information. What are they hiding? You know, if, if masks work, they would release that data. By the way, the CDC came up with the data saying that 95% of the people who wore masks were infected. So apparently, the masks don't work. And by the way, if masks did work, you would see the infection rates go down. You would see it work over in Japan. You would see it work over in South Korea. You would see it work over in India or everywhere else where they wear masks. But they found out states that didn't wear masks and states that did wear masks or cities that didn't wear masks versus states that did wear masks, et cetera, et cetera. No change in infection rates. None whatsoever. In fact, those who wore masks more, they, their infection rates were a lot higher. <sighs> the bad news is that Biden is not going to fire Anthony Fauci anytime soon. I'm not even calling this guy a doctor anymore because he's not a doctor. He's not a doctor at all. He, he doesn't look out for his patients, which is America, which is us, right? He looks out for himself. And that was proven by his emails, all right? So you can't trust this guy. This man, he belongs in jail. You know, through his, through <laughs> his stupid decisions, I think millions of people died. He won't see it that way. But millions of people have died because of Anthony Fauci. Either through denying treatment or imposing lockdowns, imposing lockdowns of entire sectors of, of, um, of industry. Suicides are up. You know, people lost their homes. People lost their businesses, their livelihoods. There are businesses here in Hawaii that have been open longer than the, the state of Hawaii has been a state. And they had to close down because of Anthony Fauci's, you know, stupid advice out there to lock it down. And again, um, governors followed Fauci. They did not follow Trump's advice. Trump said, keep it open. You have to open up. You have to open up. He kept telling governors, you have to open up. And Fauci kept saying, lock it down. Just lock it down. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever forgive this guy. You know, but right now, I don't see it. Do you forgive him? <laughs> and I can't believe this man because he goes out there on television denying all of this. And I can't, you know, I watch TNN. And they just, they just breezed over the whole email stuff. You know, the 3,200 emails, they didn't even put any one single email on top of there. And um, not one single email did they display on CNN. And, uh, and they just said that the right-wing right, the right -wing people, the, the conservatives, were just using it as a way to go after Anthony Fauci to insult his character. When they all know that Fauci 
can do no wrong. Fauci is like a god to them. (laughs) Whatever Fauci says, they do. And that's the thing about the left. You know, the left, more people on the left are loyalists, right? What is a loyalist? Loyalist is a type of personality that out of all fears that that there are out there, they fear themselves the most, all right? You know, for me, I fear doing the wrong thing. But for a loyalist, they fear themselves. They fear themselves to a point where they don't trust themselves. So what are they doing? They're always looking for a rescuer. They can't think for themselves, so they're always looking for someone to tell, tell them what to do, how high to jump, and when to jump. And unfortunately, on the left, most of them are this way. That's why they all follow. You know, you take a look at their rhetoric, it all sounds the same. You know, Tucker Carlson, he'll put together, the, he'll put together these montages of the left just saying the same exact thing from Joe Biden down to CNN anchors, down to even local news anchors to local governors. They're all saying the same thing. We have to flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Do we remember when the lockdowns were all about flattening the curve? And now it's not about flattening the curve. It was about curing everything. And then it was about doing your part. Why are we wearing the mask for right now? Right now, all of a sudden, it's about doing your part. It's not even about flattening the curve, right? Because now people want to wear it even after they're vaccinated. They just want to wear it. What's wrong with them? <laughs> oh, talking about doing your part, I got a story to tell you guys here. So I, I went to go pick up the mail. I th- did I tell the story already? If I didn't, you know, if I told the story yesterday, I'm going to tell it again. So I was walking to go pick up the mail at the post office. And um, there's a gentleman there out there on the, on the counter. And it's just me and him. And he's older. I think he's maybe in his 60s or something like that. And I'm not wearing my mask, but he is. And he looks at me. And he says, he points at his mask and he says, Where's your mask? Where's your mask? And I can, I can hardly hear him under underneath that um that his mask, right? He goes, Where's your mask? <laughs> right? Sounds like Bane and Batman. Where's your mask? <laughs> so I said, It's federal property. We don't have to wear a mask on federal property. He goes, No, you gotta wear a mask everywhere. You gotta wear a mask everywhere. And I said, No, dude, there's no mask needed. And I'm not wearing a mask. I told him, take off your mask, right? I go, no, no, you have to do your part. Do your part. You know, you got to save lives. Do your part. I said, oh, my God. You know, really? <laughs> and then I asked him, are you vaccinated? He goes, yeah, I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I said, I'm vaccinated, right? Who else, around, who else around, is around here? I said, who's, who's around here? And then he goes, do your part. Do your part. I said, there's no one around us. We're outside. No one is around us. Take off your mask. Do your part. Do your part. (laughs) It's like, this is the mentality. Fauci has driven people mad. By the way, loyalists are paranoid. Usually, when they disintegrate, they get paranoid. They get fearful. They have trust. Fa- they have trust issues, right? They don't trust anyone. They don't trust themselves. So how will they? How will they trust you? You know, how would they trust me? You know, Fauci tells you to, to wear a mask all the time. They'll wear a mask all the time. And now that Fauci's telling you to not wear a mask, they don't care. You know, they're more loyal to the mask because it's like a safety blanket for them. 
right? It is like their safety blanket that can do no wrong. It's a mask, and they can't go to sleep without it. All right, people, I got a lot of weddings coming up this week. I think the last wedding I have is maybe on the 15th or 16th or so, so I'll be working a lot, you know, but I'll still... I'll still be stopping by to do my podcast because I have to do a lot of like, uh, I think I need to do a wedding Wednesday to talk about like, you know, wedding stuff that popped up. I know my brides would like to listen to this podcast, uh, but I'm still going to pop in because I want to know what's going to happen with Anthony Fauci and I want to share that news with you and, and I just need to get things off my chest. But again, I just want to, before I go, you know, I just want you, I challenge you to think about how many lives did Anthony Fauci cost? How many lives can we, you know, literally trace back to Anthony Fauci, the deaths, not lives, deaths, I'm sorry. The correct word is deaths. How many deaths can we attribute to Anthony Fauci? That's a good question, right? I'm saying at least a million or so because Dr. Fauci's advice was also followed not only in America, but throughout the world, right? So how many people there who could have been treated with, who could have been treated with hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin, remdesivir, um, synthetic antibodies, and blah, 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 but weren't because Fauci said no, right? How many? How many doctors stopped treating patients because of Anthony Fauci? Because again, COVID is very, very treatable. I'm not a doctor, and I treated three COVID patients on quercetin and zinc, and they got better. Three people. I saved three people's lives just by telling them, you know what? You got COVID, take quercetin and zinc, right? And they got better within three days. I think I saved my own life, by the way, my own parents' life by taking quercetin and zinc. There's no doubt about it. We, you know, we were probably in touch with people who were co- who were um, COVID positive, but we took that quercetin zinc, and it didn't, you know, it didn't harm us at all. Pitmaster Keith, he usually gets the flu once a year because he works at the supermarket and he's on the front line. And this year, again, he should have got COVID because like, because he's again on the front line, and COVID is way more contagious than the flu. But he was on quercetin and zinc. And you know what? <laughs> it didn't affect him. Right? So quercetin and zinc, it may have saved Keith's life. We can't prove it, but I'm pretty sure, and he's pretty sure that quercetin did make a difference. He knows for a fact, though, that he hasn't gotten the common code recently because he's been taking quercetin zinc. And that's what quercetin zinc um, originally was created for, battling the common code, which is a coronavirus, by the way. <laughs> All right, people. I better get going because I do have weddings tomorrow and I still have work to do. Um, not only am I... And not only am I a, a planner and a wedding photographer and all those other things, but I am also a writer and I need to finish up some stuff. I need to get my, I need to get some things to my illustrator. So I need to finish up on the story. All right, people. If you like my podcast, you can subscribe to it anytime. It's called Barbecue to Movies. That's BBQTO Movies. And you can reach that. Or you can, I'm sorry. You can find that on any podcast platform out there 
All right. I am out of here. <laughs>